Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. God always has a plan that includes the entire world, and without question, it also includes you. His big-picture plan for the world and His individual plan for your life come together when we ask a question. What's in your hand? Well, God does have a plan, and this material, I'll tell you up front, will engage a bit of philosophy and perhaps a little review of some theology, but I think it will be helpful for today's content. Once we get through that, I have a sweet story to illustrate What's in your hand? This world is groaning, yearning for a better way to do things. Nations are battling for freedom, for their very soul. Creation is writhing under threats of climate change. In addition to all this, individuals are slipping through the cracks. All kinds of atrocities and tragedies are happening globally, daily. People are going hungry losing hope, perhaps being killed, even in your community. The scriptures tell us that before He created the world, God had a beautiful, perfect plan. Creation launched this strategic plan timeline forward. At this launch, God privileged mankind to be caretakers of creation and all its processes. God also established something that would become critically important forever. He knew that mankind would fall. His perfect creation would break under the strain of being forced out of its original design. So before He created anything, He developed a plan. The plan of salvation. He put into motion a Redeemer, Jesus, the Intermediator, fully God, fully man, Any person who believes on Jesus would rise back into original design. Revelation 21 verse 5 says, He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. So we can say, God's got a plan. It is in process and involves the big picture and it involves your individual life. But how does all this philosophical background affect what's in your hand. We'll get there. Hang tight with me. But first, let's start with this. God's plan has a storyline, plot, climax, and a resolution just like any good book, and you are part of it. So, a nutshell, point-by-point summary of God's story plan looks something like this. Number one, creation and glory. Two, the fall and brokenness. Three, a virgin birth. Then number four is Jesus growing up human. Five is his ministry and miracles. Six is the suffering, slander, and belittling of the king and creator by his created rulers under him, mankind. Seven, is the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Eight is the resurrection to new eternal life. 
9. This is when he created the world and this story began to be told in real time. And then number 10. At some point in history, you were born. When we face the reality of our ravaged world, of nations, creation, and individuals, knowing God has a plan is comforting. That is, if you also believe that He is good, loving, and wise, as the scriptures teach. God's intelligence is unmatched. His compassions never fail. His timing is impeccable. Every attribute of His character is noble, credible, and congruent with His very nature. Notice those words. They portray God's person, His intelligence, compassions, timing, and His character. When you invest your individual trust in God's plan by faith, then you can rest. So living with trust and rest in God means comfort even in troubled times. Still, everybody's got a part in this story, both God and you. Let's look at God's part. Let's look at some of the comforting and powerful facts about how God works His plan. First of all, God will never be found without brilliant strategy in place. Second, He will never get behind or be caught off guard. Third, it is not possible for God to forget, not even tiny details, and not even you. Fourth, His approach of love and compassion is never short in supply. And fifth, God is faithful and He keeps all His promises. How does God do all this? And you may wonder, at this point in our episode, what does all this have to do with What's in your hand? I promise, it is coming. God works through properties He created. Time, space, physics, chemistry, and so on. He works miracles, even today, that often look different than what you picture. His sustaining power pulsates all around you and throughout the world. He will restore a perfect creation. Okay, so that is the big picture plan. But God's heart is also leaning toward you as an individual because He loves you. He's an excellent intermediator and negotiator on your behalf, having secured your salvation and your eternal life. God cares about you down to your life details, your personality, and skills sets. Okay, that is the individual plan. So he has a big picture plan, and he has an individual plan for every single person on the globe. God is utterly faithful. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, I will never leave you or forsake you. God is also brilliant, and he can do anything. There is no one like him. Here are some scriptures that talk about how unique he is. Exodus 8, verse 10. 1 Samuel 2, verse 2. 2 Samuel 7, verse 22. And 2 Chronicles 14, verse 11. 
Okay, so that's God's part. His big picture plan, his individual plans. What's your part? You do have an important role in God's plan. And now we're getting closer to what's in your hand. My question to you is this. Will you connect with God and let Him do some things for you? Here are the things that He is willing to do for you, and it involves your part. First of all, God will put His laws in your mind and write them on your heart if you let Him. He will be your God and your Father, your Daddy, if you accept Him. He will personally teach you Are you willing to learn? God allows you to know Him intimately, closely. So don't be afraid. He will cover your sins with Christ's blood if you trust Him. And you can be who God originally designed and accomplish your life purpose. So, do you want this? All right. That was a little bit on your part and my part. But I've gotten to the story. It's what I promised, and it's about an ordinary individual, a person, very much like you and me. When I was a little kid, nine or ten, sitting in a church in a small town, a farmer got up front and shared what was on his mind. I sat in my pew, kicking my legs, chewing gum, and pondering his story. In his everyday world, he drove a grain truck, a combine, tended to chickens and cows, shoveled uh, stuff in the farmyard, fixed machinery. Yet he wanted to be part of God's plan, so he asked God questions, and he got unusual answers. This man asked God what he could do to help a broken world, people who are lost, poverty, shattered nations. Well, similar to Job, this farmer got a question back rather than an answer. He heard God saying to him, asking him, What's in your hand? A bit surprised, the farmer thought, Hmm, what is in my hand? A hammer? A wrench? A shovel? What does this have to do with God's plan? For decades, that farmer had simply worked his land and cared for his family and community. Well, one year our church burned down. He joined a group of men to use hammers, wrenches, and shovels to build a new church. This one tragic event brought two groups of Jesus followers together into one stronger group. Still asking God questions, years after the church was rebuilt, he took a missions trip to Haiti. There he swung a hammer. He cranked on a wrench, and he dug with his shovel. Over the years, that farmer accomplished more than he imagined. Besides impacting his family and community with his hard work on the farm, he served a culture in Haiti and he never knew how his story impacted a little girl in a pew. Well, there's more. You see, my dad was the pastor of that little church that burned down. 
he often worked with farmers in their fields. And he worked side by side with farmers and townsfolk, swinging hammers, cranking wrenches, digging with shovels as they rebuilt the church together. As events played out, my father was on that same missions trip to Haiti with the farmer. His heart was so moved that he gave himself to full-time missions for the rest of his life. When we moved, that same farmer and his brother loaded up a big farm truck and helped my family move to Dad's new ministry. Once again, applying his hands to what was in front of him. The farmer and his wife also supported my family financially for many years with proceeds from their farm where he continued to swing a hammer, crank on a wrench, and dig with his shovel. This farmer made a mark on the world by simply using what was in his hand. His portion in God's plan quietly spread in waves around the globe, making a difference. The girl in the pew was listening and watching. So, I ask you, what's in your hand? You might be in business, perhaps a homemaker with young children. Maybe you are an engineer, a medical professional, teacher, musician, carpenter, student. You might be a farmer. Ask God your questions and let Him answer with His questions. As you discover what's in your hand, simply live each day. Draw close in your heart by faith to God. He loves and wants you. Ed Hartung is now in heaven with Jesus, with my dad, too. I sincerely wonder if they are swinging hammers, cranking on wrenches, and digging with shovels, of course, among many other amazing, delightful activities. We have some application ideas and questions for you. And the first, of course, is the question, what's in your hand? Here are some action step questions to consider. First of all, will you say yes to your part in God's big picture plan? Second, are you willing to place God's agenda above yours and be a living sacrifice? Third, are you ready to be who God designed and use what's in your hand each day to make a difference? Fourth, What will you do today to partner with God? And fifth, how can you serve someone else today with what's in your hand? I just want to add a little P.S. Thank you, Ed, for impacting my life. Visit our website for devotional materials, articles, podcasts, and resources to help grow your faith in God. Pursue noble character and have an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. 
your web-based home for resources, including books and eBooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.